Hello, and welcome back to episode five of Double A Soul. You heard that right? That's five. That is not a mistake. And no, I will not explain that at this time. I'm your host, Koi Fam, and we got Billy Ong. What's up, guys? This is episode five. It's because four is a bad luck number. That's why we don't have that. <laughs> In Asian cultures, Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I meant. It's because four... Sounds just like death in some of the Chinese languages. So that's why four is skipped. But I don't know. Do we want to not tell them why? <laughs> we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. <laughs> so right. this is our first podcast episode after the election. The elections. And it's 11-11 National Singles Day. Happy Veterans Day. Oh, hats off to you all, I guess. <laughs> thank you for your service, veterans. Uh, and thank you for your singleness. Singles. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Last week was... Last week felt a little stressful. I'm not going to lie. I didn't feel like crazy stressed, but I could definitely tell people around me where the conversation was pretty dominated at work uh, in regards to stress around the election and things like that was it like that for you yeah yeah there was people that wanted to talk about it but then it's like let's just get some work done and distract ourselves because we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen everyone i think it's like the media just teased us and the news kept teasing us each day like oh okay the he, the winner is gonna be announced the winner is gonna be announced but it's like dude it's still gonna take a while why didn't they just <laughs> tell from the start instead of like get, making everyone all anxious seriously I still remember leading up to the 2016 election um, when, you know, I think like all the polls said Hillary Clinton was going to win. Everyone was, was expecting Hillary Clinton to win. And then I remember watching because that election got called on the same night. And I remember Donald Trump catching up, catching up, because I think he started out behind. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, I, I had like this very distinct thought that I remember, which was, no. The system, the establishment, the puppeteers and people in charge in the background aren't going to let this happen. That's ridiculous. And then it fucking happened. So I was, I had no hope this time around. I just like resigned myself to the fact that, ah, fuck, it's all going to shit. We're going to have Trump for another four years. Another four years. Four, four more years. years. Four, four more, more years. years. <laughs> uh. It's like, uh, so I watched this video of like these Vietnamese Americans, Trump supporters, uh-huh. and that was like their chat. They were like kind of doing like they had they had this. There was a lot of different like rallies that they had, right? And they had some in San Jose too. And they're walking around Vietnam Town on Grand Century, which is like, oh my god, man, Little Saigon of San Jose. It is it is little Saigon. Yeah. They're they're having like a parade in between the three different plazas around there and they're chanting and their chants are Trump for more years. Oh my god. This is the perfect time to show off a shitty Vietnamese accent, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. Uh, it was so I I have a text chain with my parents, my uncle and aunt who live over here and like 
uh, all my cousins and my sister. And my cousins are older than us. So they're like, the youngest one is, I think, like eight or nine years older than me. So they're all a little older. And they're all fucking Trump supporters. And I had Whoa. a mute. Yeah. Yeah. Try, try, oh, try listening and being around that this whole time. Um, and I know that our friends who listen to this are in the same political sphere as us. And for, if this ever is heard by other people and they are on the Republican side of the house, I, it's, it's one of those things where I just don't understand. And I, I, I don't, I can't fathom why given, given like exposure to any sort of truth or fact or what you like, how did the world see what happened the last four years? And the, sorry, not the world. Uh, that's my American egotisticalness. How did America see what happened the last four years and still have like 47, 48% of people vote Trump? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is just something that, you know, four years ago, my, my uncle told me who, who still, he, he still, is a Trump supporter and he thinks Trump's still going to win. Um, but he always said like, Trump's a good businessman. He, he's going to make America rich. And like, if you, if, if they had that idea from the beginning, you know, Trump's a billionaire. He has all these businesses. He's like, he, he's the symbol of America, the American dream, right? Not, not necessarily that dream of like being poor and being, becoming rich, but like it's just being rich. <laughs> yeah. Being rich and having that, financial freedom i guess it's, yeah they saw that they recognized that they wanted that as a symbol so they put him up there and you know through these four years he like he didn't deliver but his 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 throughout the, the four years our economy did boom right um well until the coronavirus and the pandemic but yeah. stocks yeah. were going up you know unemployment was down and for the working class they they saw it as like a positive with Trump's presidency. So I can see maybe that was like, it was just another evidence for them to support their initial belief that this is yeah. a businessman. He's going to make us rich too. Yeah. I mean, it, it, as humans, we do stick to evidence that points to what we already believe in. And it's, it's, it's interesting that um, like the Vietnamese people, especially Vietnamese immigrants and i want to say it's mostly just the older crowd but i think the last time we were in uh vietnam town when we were coming back from yosemite and we stopped by there to have a meal uh i definitely saw like a couple of really really young and very visibly immigrant people uh like wearing trump paraphernalia and whatnot and i just remember thinking man it is I do not understand for the life of me how the how the Republican and conservative party like have such a grasp over the Vietnamese community. It's so weird. And my parents and like they all just love him so much. And I know it's because they listen to like really crazy uh radio propaganda let's just call it radio shows for now radio shows Vietnamese radio shows oh there's so many Vietnamese oh, really uh, yeah that's how like my parents get uh like when I was younger that's how my parents like got information from anything like there's a couple of like, yeah 
I remember, I remember some of those. I didn't know there was that many. I thought they were all just the same one because I didn't understand it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's probably just like three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where my mom like found like real estate people, lawyers. Like, just just listen to ads on the Vietnamese radio. She'd call them. Yeah, there was um for for us in the Chinese household, we had um channel six, channel eight news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and that channel would just have the Chinese news and then all these Chinese commercials. And it's like that's where you learn about all these new Chinese buffets, Chinese restaurants coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd also do love those buffets. Yeah. Why do you why do you think like the Vietnamese and kinda I guess Vietnamese and San Jose Chinese communities, like why do you think they're so pro Trump? I think they're I don't know. I think one one thing that's kind of easy to grasp and understand is they see themselves as Americans now, and they're really against their home countries or the home country, their their government of the home countries, mm-hmm. the Chinese yeah, National Party or or the Vietnamese Communist Party. Yeah, like they left those countries and that government because they saw saw and trusted and believed in the American government. And the American government would, you know, make them rich and make and give make them free. And then with the Republicans, it's just Republicans won't take won't tax you as much, right? While the Democrats do. And so democracy in that sense of communism, socialism, they see it as a way of it's taking their money instead of, you know, letting them become rich. But I don't think maybe it's also the it's the working class too i think there are a lot of the vietnamese community here and some of the chinese community uh, uh like newly Im- new immigrants mm-hmm. they're part of the working class and the working class just they really go by um what they experience in life what people have told them maybe the the radio yeah. rather than like you know looking at the other news and seeing the opposite side yeah, there's there's like the argument that AOC and many others have made recently is just that the Democratic Party is piss poor at their communication, like bridging the communication gap. Like they're not they don't know how to target their message at the working class, whereas Republicans will lie through. Well, like I'm, I'm starting to get very biased here, but uh, <laughs> the media that's run by conservative like they 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 take no issue with with saying what's convenient for them, whether or not it's true, um, and they've really hammered down the they've really hammered down the message or the tactics of how to how to engage with working folk, um, blue collar working class, um, and it's 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 really like you look at it, and the more you look at it, the more you get upset because you have this whole class of people who are voting against their own best interests and there's nothing you can say or do to show or prove them that because they they it's it's very much how divided we've become in and the identity politics that's played and how like rooting for, like voting in politics is more akin to rooting for your um favorite sports team than it is yeah. like i'm not like i'm like the 10 kajillionth person to say it but um it's it's just very true like if you're a diehard niners fan like 
no fact or reason is gonna make you a Raiders fan all of a sudden. And that's how it's turned into in politics. Yeah. And the politics too, with you know, the, this two party system or like bipartisan, whatever thing that they say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that it's like, you know, you're, if you're a Republican, you stand with everything that Republicans say. If you're a Democrat, you stand for everything. There's there. Sometimes it's like to make it easier, just have these two options. And, and yeah. a lot of people, and maybe, you know, there's the moderates, right? The moderates are the ones who don't really know which side to, they, they just lean. They're just almost like a seesaw, right? I feel like I'm kind of that seesaw approach where, you know, sometimes I'm leaning towards, you know, maybe the government should lay off a lot, right? And then just let mm-hmm. me live. While the other hand, it's like the government is doing everything in the interest of the people and in terms by myself. So it's like, okay, let me let me um follow that like recently i don't know if you just heard san francisco banned uh natural gas from being installed on all new housing units yeah oakland's had that for a while i think or berkeley berkeley's had that for a while yeah that's that's pretty intrusive don't you think like in the household to be like no you can't have a gas burner stove well Uh, like your cooking is based off of like what you're used to is gas like yeah, I, I I think I think there's 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 like there's a lot to unpack in what you said, and I agree with you very much that on an issue to issue basis, um, I have opinions. They don't always match uh, the party that I vote for. Um, yeah, and I do think things need to be changed. But you also, like, for that very specific issue, and it's going to depend on every single issue, but for the very specific issue of natural gas and homes, it, it comes down to, like, what's the driver for that, right? Like, if 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 I'm telling you I'm doing this because I want to regulate how, um, how what kind of fuel is burning in homes, yeah, that's very unintrusive, or that's very intrusive and unnecessary. But what if the the catalyst for that is because natural gas is something that's depleting? And in order to supply this large um, demand for natural gas, you have to do things like frack. I don't actually know <laughs> where it comes yeah. from. I, I'm pretty ignorant <laughs> on the fact. But like, what I mean is... Like, it what, comes from people's farts. Exactly, exactly. And now yeah, you got to feed of, people more food so they got to fart more. And now you just have these fart farms <laughs> locking up people like your future children, Billy, farting for the rest of us to cook. That's why they're... <laughs> That's why Americans so fat. It's, it's the fat Americans just farting. <laughs> but you know, like it's 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 these trade offs that you make. And when you look at when you want to make change in, like as people, we just hate change overall. That's just nature of of being alive, um, and being human. But like, if you want to make this change in the future, it needs to start. At some point, and the decision you make might 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 feel like an, in, an intrusive overreach into your freedoms. But if it's an intrusive overreach in your freedoms that protects your future, you know, like if it, it's kind of like when you're being raised by your parents, your parents will let you have candy for breakfast and dinner because it's gonna fucking rot your teeth. And as a kid, you don't really understand that. Um, and yeah, like this is the whole thing of should government be Big Brother or not? 
And I think, I think, I think we've very much have demonstrated that humans aren't far sighted enough to act in our own best interests over the long term. So maybe it is good to have to have um, a little intervention there. Yep. Yep. People, it's like people are just stupid. They need to be controlled a little bit. I don't know. Dude, I mean, that's but, what the fuck. That's that's the whole. That's the whole reason we humans have gotten so far is because we we banded in groups and then we realized as groups we're fucking idiots so we need to install a group to manage the larger group yeah that's how it's always worked (laughs) true you have kings or no you had like a in break in um in the walking dead you had a rick (laughs) (laughs) you had a rick amongst the group (laughs) who's carl Dude, it's been so long since I've watched that show. Yeah, it's it's it went. It, I can't believe it's still going on. It wait what? Yeah, it's still <laughs> going. Yeah, I think Rick is gone now, but the show is still going on. That's weird. Rick is one of those. Um, Rick is one of those characters where you learn the actor for the character is not an American and they have like one of those Commonwealth accents like British or Australian or something. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like I just found out like two weeks ago that Homelander from the boys is like a Kiwi or an Australian, one of the two. And it's weird because he plays like super Captain America, except, you know, crazy, but yeah. (laughs) That that's one thing about, it's weird how like Hollywood and American kind of, uh, entertainment right a lot of they don't have a lot of americans now like you have the biggest the biggest asian american movie crazy rich asians and a lot of the cast is not even americans i mean well to be fair the show's not called crazy rich asian americans true but (laughs) it's trying to tell a story of asian americans right I don't know, but then I just noticed there's a lot of more like yeah, yeah, American yeah. actors too that yeah. um like these new shows where it's like a lot of Asian Americans or Asians, Westernized Asians, they're all not Americans. There's oh, this one show. There's this one show called Warrior. Um it's on Cinemax. It was written by Bruce Lee, produced, directed by by his daughter, Shannon mm-hmm. Lee. Really a great show. It's about um kind of a fictional historical story about the Chinese in San Francisco in Chinatown mm. and the events or like how they had these tongs, these gang gangs and how they had these tongue wars. And yeah. there was like the Irish um, and the Chinese exclusion act that was starting to come through from the yeah. local San Francisco government. And um, yeah, it's crazy. Cause all the, a lot of the actors, they're not Americans. They have one guy, he's from like, he's Brit. I think both of them are British. Another guy's Australian. Mm. And the cool thing about the show is like they they show these Asian actors and in the as a as the characters they don't speak English. Mm. Then the show will switch and then they speak perfect English. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, that's very interesting. I wonder why that is that most of the Asian act, at least in your experience, the Asian actors that you're seeing aren't Americans. Um, but you did touch on something that was. Super interesting to me. So uh, Billy was talking about some, 
uh, Tong Wars. And if you're not familiar with the concept of a Tong, like I was up until two, three weeks ago, um, it's kind of like, it's not officially a gang. It's kind of like a fraternity uh, society group. Uh, it it literally translates to like a hall, right, Billy? Is that, do you know um, if that's true? I don't know. It kind of sounds like soup. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's supposed to be like this hall of brothers or fraternities, but they, they, they also get involved with some shady shit. So you could also call it a gang. Uh, it's kind of like one of those things that's in the middle. But before we did this episode, uh, our, one of the ideas we had for a style of episode was uh, a history lesson where we each talk to you about a, a history event. Um, and the thing you just mentioned is very similar to uh, the the event that I, I, I researched a little bit uh, in order to talk about. Would you like to hear more about it, Billy? Yeah. All right. Give it to me. Did you, was it through a Wikipedia search history lesson that you did, or did you go through all <laughs> these different websites and museums? Um, so I came across the event in one of the books I was reading called Minor Feelings, um, which, again, talks about the Asian-American experience, uh, at least through one uh, poet slash author's eyes and experience. Uh, and w- the story that she brought forth and I later looked into was that if you are looking into lynchings in America, um, so a lynch is a racially motivated uh, killing, usually by hanging, but not necessarily by hanging. Um, there is a story from the early 1800s I think this is right before the Chinese Exclusion Act, uh, leading up to the Chinese Exclusion Act. So American sentiment for, uh, against the Chinese was also was already very negative. Um, but the largest lynching in America was not against uh, a group of Blacks or African Americans. It was actually against a group of Chinese Americans. And it happened in San Francisco, and it started with a Tong War, <laughs> which is what you just reminded me of. Um, so there are these two Tongs, um, fraternities, uh, societies, however you want to call it. Uh, and back in the day, prostitution was um, not, ne- not necessarily legal, but it wasn't like something they cracked down on. And these two Tongs were having a dispute and fight over one specific woman that uh, both Tongs claimed ownership over her or someone from the Tong claimed uh, she belonged with them or whatever it was. But it was a fight over a woman um, who was more than likely a lady of the night. Uh, And it escalated and escalated. And these two Tongs ended up shooting at each other. And the... uh, an officer came by to stop it. A bystander, I believe, was either either he was just standing by or he was helping the police officer. Um, and they got hit by stray bullets or something happened and they got killed. Uh, right. So two bystanders got killed. Uh, later that night, the whole like this whole mob, um, and they were both killed by the same person, I believe. I think that's what I read. And later that night, uh, an entire mob came and kind of surrounded the Chinatown of that area at that time. And uh, they ended up killing 16 or 18 men, uh, men and boys and men from ages 16 and up. 
by hanging. There was one guy who was like ended up missing a finger by the end of it and whatnot. Um, and this mob came in, did whatever fair research and judgment they did, and killed 16, 18 people. Um, only one person got arrested. And after he was arrested, he was tried, found guilty, and then that guilt sentence was appealed. So no one actually got into any trouble for 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 killing these um, these Chinese Americans, which is a sad story. But it's also, I mean, not but it's it's a sad story. Uh, yeah. But I was very I was very interested to to learn that the largest lynching in America was committed against Asians, or at least large, like, single instance lynching. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, Asian American history that's not taught, and we had to learn this later on. And, they, like, I remember in high school, they brushed over the whole kind of subject of the Chinese Exclusion Act and what how that really came to be, right? Yeah, I don't remember learning about that at all. I just remember learning about the Chinese Chinese labor building the railroad. Yeah, there. Like, what led up to that? They were saying it was like the opium wars, and and I just remember that from, you know, public school history. But I don't know. The show kind of touches a little bit on 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 it more. But it's like, how can a government, um, get to this stage of like banning a whole type of you know race and killing the people, but also what was it just just using them and excluding them from those yeah. things there there was one piece of um this the doc the pbs documentary asian americans that was really interesting was it was the chinese immigration that made the u.s require citizenship papers like before that if you were if you came to america you're pretty much an american citizen there wasn't anything else to prove that you didn't ha- you didn't need to have papers right it was until I guess more Chinese started coming here, um, mm. along you know even before that you have the Irish, you have um, people all around the world right coming to the U.S. because there's the gold rush and everything else that's going on. America is the land of the opportun- of opportunity and stuff. So all these other um, ethnicities were coming into America, immigrating, and it was some event that somebody that was born in America. From a Chinese family, um, they got deported, and there was there was like no proof that they were born here in America, or something like that. I mean, actually, no, 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 that's not. I forgot what the story is. Oh, the but... the it was. Um, I think you're talking about the one where there was a family, um, and the man had come over, the husband had come over here, like uh, as a laborer or something. And he had papers whether or not he was a citizen. I don't know, but it allowed him to stay here. Uh, he had a wife and a daughter. The daughter w- was an American because she was born here, but the man yeah. either died or he like, or something happened to him. And then they ended mm. up putting the woman, the wife who, the wife. yeah. Cause she's, she's not a citizen. She's no longer married to a citizen. And so they put her on angel Island where they were, which was, essentially an internment camp for Chinese Americans and, and um, whatnot in, in, in the Bay area. Um, And for, for those who don't know about the Chinese exclusion act, it basically, it was basically a law that said that uh, 
if you came from China, you couldn't become a citizen. And it really marks the first time that the American government put out a a, a statute that that excluded one specific race or ethnicity from from attaining citizenship. Yo, do you think America was the only country to ever do this? Did other countries ever ban like a certain I mean, I ethnicity? think I I can't say for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I mean, there are definitely countries that maybe you're at war with and they won't allow refugees or anyone to Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Cuz isn't America also like the only country to really drop a nuclear bomb on another country killing all of its like innocent <laughs> civilians <laughs> that uh i believe that one is true yeah a nuclear bomb at least yeah yeah um and that's to the japanese american uh japanese not japanese americans but <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. something with like america and its hatred towards asians that's very deep but not explicit yeah and it's it's really interesting because now we're like this model minority and this is what this is what frustrates me most about seeing vietnamese trump supporters which is man it's not that long ago that we were the scapegoat right like americans always have a scapegoat america as a country always have a scapegoats for the boogies the bad guys who's gonna ruin our culture and it used to be the chinese and people have forgotten um i guess in in vietnamese in so vietnamese people hate chinese people uh (laughs) and so like they think oh but we're not them we're different from them uh but in the eyes of 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 racist america you're all the same yep yep uh it's a it's funny I, i remember reading a funny tweet where this um this asian this asian it was an Asian guy. It was an Asian guy's tweet. And he he said he said that his mom said to him, we should speak louder in Thai so that they know we're not Chinese. And he goes, that's really sweet, mom, that you think these racists are fucking dumb or fucking smart enough to tell the difference. I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, um, Eddie Wong, he posted this picture on Instagram. Um, and it was some small little food stall in vietnam and they had a sign that says um no chinese here or something like that and it's like and then eddie wong's post was about how it's like it's pretty fucked up how other asians are like being racist towards this asianist when there's like this white supremacy or this this other hatred that needs to be addressed more and it's just being 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 like um I don't, I don't know what the words being kind of like slave minded mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the right word but like to the this this fear of trying to serve but um identify as not chinese or not supporting other people and, but he got oh, so a, lot of shit a post and then he he took it down it was a it was a vietnamese store but in america no no this was in vietnam Okay. Yeah, it's interesting because like we we have a lot of issues with race uh, and diversity. Not not diversity. We have a lot of issues with race here 
partially because of the diversity, right? Like most other countries are a lot more uh, homogenous. Um, like everyone's more or less one race or there's at least a dominant race, uh, very, very, very 99% dominant race in the, in the country. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's very important to realize that man, Asian people from Asia are racist as fuck. They are. <laughs> yeah. They are. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's interesting because we, we, we have a lot of systemic racist, racist issues here, right? Like the system, the system inherently, the laws, the system inherently keep a certain race down. Um, and I just learned this uh, re- very recently, but you never really think about what that's like in other countries, right? Like, I, I'm sure... I, I don't know if I've ever even given thought to it uh, at, about other countries, but what I learned was, so in Japan, there's like this indigenous group of people called the Ainu, Um whole different type of people it's kind of like the maori to australia's uh and they were not officially recognized by the japanese government up until 1980 so like up until Whoa. 1980 there was no yeah. recognition or no mention of them in any official japanese text uh at least i think at least uh legally uh in in legal documents uh and that kind of blows my mind like that's I was gonna say twenty years ago. That's forty years ago now, um, and it's just oh man, it's it's just something you don't really think about. I guess like I I I wonder what racism is like in other countries because I'm sure like even in China, uh, I'm pretty sure people who speak Mandarin talk shit about people who speak Cantonese and vice versa and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I think they they do do that. So like for me, I'm Chu Chao, which is this one dialect and type of people in southern china in guangzhou um and within china there's so many different dialects and there's so many different you know people that they do kind of discriminate each other based off of like where you came from and it, it reminds me of that um rick and morty episode where they go into this planet and <laughs> and there was the I think it was her name was Eve. She was like this mind controlling um, planet yeah. Yeah. that can control all its citizens, and um, you know she she made them all pretty much her slaves. But she made them uh, build this great utopia, uh, and then Rick Rick and um, Morty and his sister they go to this planet and they try to free the people, and then she's like, "You guys can all you know live free," and then. Eve really just did all that because they. I'm not telling the story right. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. It's really great. But the bottom line is like they they were all the same, but they could tell they wanted to hate each other because of their belly buttons. Nipples. Like it was nipples. It was the long nipples versus the flat nipples. I think. Yeah, and they they were they were having a huge race war, and everything other than their nipples were different, which is fucking. Like, if you can't see the corollary between that and human society, you are blind as a bat, even though bats aren't blind, because we... That's hard. Dude, we just have fucking different skin colors. Like, it's like... Oh, man, it's so weird. We are less different from each other than all of the dog breeds we've created. And there's... And yet, I, I, I get that it's a very, like, natural, innate 
instinctive thing to want to like discriminate against people who are across from you because you know back then that's what kept you safe uh but man what is it gonna take for us to what is it gonna take for us to move beyond that yeah i don't i don't know if i i just call me a call me a debbie downer but I, i i don't know if humans have what it takes man that's why um we all need to be in a virtual world and we all have different avatars. <laughs> yeah, so you, no one can tell your race because you're you're uh, you're an orange guy with a little demon mask walking around. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like Star Trek and Star Wars when we have aliens come and then we realize we're not the only ones here, and then we have to accept the aliens and they're just as smart or smarter than us as humans. <laughs> and then humans are really just one race, and then we have all these other alien forms right yeah the only way to unite is against a common enemy that's uh, it's sad that it's like that but i feel like that's really that's probably the only time it's ever gonna happen for our species <laughs> either Seems we all like- unite or we get all we all get uh plugged into elon musk's Neuralink, and then we turn into one like one hive mind being <laughs> then wait then what what happens with that we're we're all connected and then what do we do with our bodies dude we all turn into computers (laughs) that's it we all upload our consciousness (laughs) and our bodies are just like oh no 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 it's like it uh it's like you okay so you you upload your brain to the body, but there's still two copies of you. But you think you're the the one that's in the computer still think it's alive. So, uh-huh. and then that thing with everyone's consciousness eventually becomes its own super being, and then humans will eventually die. That's going to be the only thing that's left. Yeah, <laughs> and then and, and then we'll still find a way to hate each other <laughs> uh, inside the same head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got you got more bits than me. <laughs> Oh, they're God. they're the ten bits. We're hexabits. We're decibits. <laughs> uh, your binary code ends with a zero. Mine ends with a one. We're clearly superior. Fucking <laughs> okay, math. Hey, good job. <laughs> you're 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 perpetuating the Asian stereotype. <laughs> so 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 if uh if we found out there were Asian or sorry if we found out there were aliens in the world, um. And for some reason, all of the aliens looked exactly like humans, except all of them looked Asian. How okay. would you feel? Hmm. <laughs> I would, I would believe that they were time travelers and not aliens. Oh, oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. Uh... <laughs> or, or, or they're like dimension travelers, like Jet Li, the one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, if I met aliens, uh, if I met aliens who looked like me and they were all Asian, uh, I would look at all of the white Bible thumpers and say, "Hey, God made us in His image, and if He made things in His image elsewhere, that means we're the superior race, and it's our turn to oppress." (laughs) Oh, except the argument is God doesn't make aliens; the devil made aliens. Oh well, you got me there. You got me there, man. Damn it. Yo, what? The aliens have to be smarter than us. Like, 
a lot yeah. smarter than us to come visit us. They can't be stupid aliens coming into this pl- onto planet Earth yeah. and being like, "Yo, what's up, fuckers?" <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. If they did come like that and they were stupid, just like us, or a little bit dumber, we would love it, wouldn't we? They'd be like dogs to us. Okay, if you can figure out interplanetary space travel, I highly expect. I highly doubt that you are going to be on the same par of intelligence as humans. Maybe. Planet of the Apes? Uh, That was actually a time-traveling story. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) There was uh, the District 9 where you have these prawns. Oh, that show was And they're just like... Yeah, they have the aliens that came here are just like they're just seen as the lower class citizens of planet Earth. Yeah. I think we I think we like there's in cinema and film and shows, TV, media, what the fuck ever. There's like this there's like this romantic notion that when we fight when if aliens came to visit us and they wanted to take us over, we'd be able to fight them, and it'd be like rockets versus lasers or whatever. When in yeah. reality, is if they had the technology to come here, it'd be like fighting between a stick and an atomic bomb. Like that's the difference <laughs> in technological advances it would take for that to happen. <laughs> what if they just aliens just had like some weird superpower that allows they don't really know how it works, but then it's just like. <laughs> It, get, it allows them to travel, <laughs> travel at the speed of light, like faster than the speed of light, uh, and all that shit. It'd be, I'd be very, very uh, curious to watch that show. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me. Something you said reminds me of uh, this Reddit post I read, which was, if you found out that this was a simulation, um. If you found out this was a simulation, what are what are the signs that have been around all along? Uh, and the number one post blew my mind, which was, uh, first, you have to make a speed limit so that you can scale. If you, It's like limiting the processing power. Uh, if you can limit the speed limit of everything, uh, aka limit the processing power for a game, um, then you can scale and make it infinitely big because it'll take less resources. Number two, uh, you you don't you know how you play in games at least back in the Wait, day. Had a, had a limit to time oh, travel? Yeah. No, no. I was gonna say uh, the limit to speed of anything. So like, at, nothing in the universe can move faster than the speed of light. So that's your that's your speed limit. Oh, and okay. then number two is you don't render anything until you get there. So. Uh, Sorry, I this is me. I'm gonna nerd out for a little bit. Um, but like you know how in like old games, like when you walk into a city or whatever, buildings don't render until they come up close to you. Like you can't see into the distance forever. That takes too much mm-hmm. computing power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so he he was making the correlation between that and quantum mechanics, where nothing is like when you look down into the very very small particles, things are just a wave of probability, and nothing actually is what it is until you measure it. Um, and that was akin to the rendering. I've taken this off course. And Anyways, Asian aliens. <laughs> no, no, no. So you know you're in a simulation, right? We are in a simulation, clearly, yeah. I think that, that top-rated post, top-of-voted post, 
it's just because he does a great comparison to reality. And if you're like, uh, is maybe we are still in this simulation because everything that he's talking about, it makes sense. But that's what humans are great about. We know how to fucking compare things and like provide analogies to teach each other and and tell stories. I love that humans tell stories. Yeah, stories are very important to like human culture. And I've always considered myself a poor storyteller. And this podcast has really helped me talk at more than three sentences at a time. Um, even if- that's like it makes me shittier. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just throw in a joke here and there. Uh, I mean, but it's 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 just fun. It's, it's, it it's is. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. And it Billy, it, you're yeah. one of the. You have some of the best stories of anyone I know. <laughs> it's it's only because of real life. I don't know how to get myself into these stories, but they're. Do you feel that you have, things? Do you feel that you have less stories now that we're in coronavirus and we can't go out on a normal basis? No, I have great stories. I have some Bitch, does stories. that mean you haven't been uh, socially distancing? <laughs> I've gone out. I'm, I'm not. I'm not at hashtag stay home. <laughs> Everyone else going out. I'm going out, but I'm doing it safe. Um, I'm not socially distancing. I'm not going to crowded places. Yo, did you see those videos of people like partying when uh, on Saturday when when um, Biden won or like it was announced that Biden won? No, where was this? What you didn't like in San Francisco, in New York? Like people are partying out on the streets. Dude, I'm a hermit. I don't want. Uh, I guess I, I'm surprised. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really see any uh, pictures or videos or anything. Yeah, there was a I guess a lot of celebrations, and then that this past weekend, maybe a lot of people were just drinking too at home, just because all that oh, yeah. anxiety from the elections oh, was yeah. pretty much over. I'm not gonna lie. We had a couple of friends over, and I got really fucking drunk. Ooh, what'd you drink? Oh, was it? It was a tequila and sake night. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you do half tequila, half sake in the cup? Oh hell no! It sounds gross, and I see you making this face, but it tastes good. You should try it next time. Uh... It's blanco tequila and sake. I bet some people probably listening might have tried it before, but it it's a good drink. It's a good shot. It's a good mix. You got a name for it? If it doesn't have a name, it's not a good drink. <laughs> no, I, some somebody at a bar um, gave me this drink, and then they just said it's tequila sake, but it's good. Remember the shots we used to take in college? Oh, uh, what was the really popular apple one? Pie, apple pie shots. <laughs> was that Captain Morgan with a sprinkle of cinnamon? <laughs> then you chase it with apple with juice. apple juice. Oh, oh my God! We had a the other the the other Captain Morgan drink was almost the same thing. We called it orange creamsicles, but it was yeah. Captain Morgan uh, and orange the, juice. The, the orange juice. <laughs> oh God! Uh, that was a good drink too. Those were the days. Those were the Captain, days. Captain Morgan. I haven't drank that in a long time. Or yeah. Soco. No, oh. wasn't it? It was Soco. It wasn't Captain Morgan with oranges, was it? No, no, it was Soko. definitely Captain Morgan. Really, Southern yeah. Comfort. Yeah, Soco. I just remember Soco like uh, making your stomach feel extra warm, and I don't know how it did that. <laughs> Jaeger kind of did that too. Oh, uh, liquid cocaine's. <laughs> I didn't know what was in those. It was Jaeger. I don't know what else. I just, I, I just know it tastes like Jaeger. 
And I remember uh, a bartender yelling at me one time because what is the place we used to go to on Thursdays in San Diego? It was in PB. Bar and Grill. Yeah, PB Bar and Grill. There it is. Uh, I got Thursdays was Asians night because uh, they had drink specials and Asians are cheap. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's because of that. You can't can't just, that's just a place where a lot of Asians went on Thursday night. Because it was drink specials on Thursday and Asians are cheap. (laughs) But I remember getting yelled at at a bartender there because I ordered an LC. And he was, like, tired of all the Asian people, I guess. Or maybe he was just tired of all the college kids. And he was just like, it's called a fucking liquid cocaine. Don't call it an LC. <laughs> Don't call it an LC. Uh, it's funny how the drinks were all different um, regionally, too. Like, here in the Bay Area, some people called it something else. Or, no, or like, other drinks called it, they called it something else. I just remember we drank to get messed up. And so... Uh, AMFs were very AMFs. popular. LA Water. LA Water. Uh, what was the other one? Superman? Incredible, no. Incredible Hulk. I think it was Superman. Superman? But Superman Long tasted Long just Island like iced water. Long Island iced teas. Yeah. yeah Te- Texas, ice, Texas iced teas. What is a Texas iced tea? It's kind of like a Long Island iced tea, but I think there was tequila in it too. All right, Billy, if we're ever going out again, we're ordering uh, AMS. Nah, <laughs> dude. Nah. <laughs> the, the, like, for the younger kids, these drinks aren't good because they loaded up with sugar. And sugar and alcohol is not a good mix. That's how you have the bad hangovers. And that's how you feel like shit the next day. The sugar and the alcohol don't really sit well in your stomach. Okay, Grandpa. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure college kids don't care about it that much. I, 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 I one of these days, I do want to talk to my nephew and see what, like, what are the college kids doing nowadays? Like, what are they drinking? What are they playing at parties? Can I come to a college party? <laughs> well, they're yeah. I don't. Like, maybe they're not drinking as much. They're just smoking a lot in California now. Oh, maybe, maybe. And then you're the one to get red, right? Maybe a lot of Asians now accept their uh, Asian flush, and they're like, "I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna drink. I know I can't drink, so I'm not even gonna drink anymore." <laughs> or they just stick to like the Asian. They just stick to the Asian drinks, just soju, soju, soju yo- yogurt, sojus all day. Oh, I mean, yogurt sojus are pretty good. <laughs> it is really good. Uh... Soju is um the number one alcohol in the world the highest selling per volume in the world or highly distributed one of those i don't know really yeah Mm -hmm. that makes zero sense to me what what do you mean well i just i don't understand i didn't know soju was that popular i think so many people in korea drink it (laughs) it's just korea and outside of korea like here in america we drink soju a good amount too yeah, but that's because we're in like a metro area with a bunch of Asian people. Hmm. Interesting. That is. I am very surprised. It's, it's um. Sorry, maybe maybe I misspoke. It's not like um any alcohol. It's liquor. So like beer would definitely you know beer yeah, and wine, yeah, yeah, yeah. but those yeah, aren't but, considered. Uh, liquors. I mean, I'm still I'm still still very surprised. No. They beat out the Russians with vodka. It's funny because soju is just 
fifty percent vodka mixed with water. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. It's sweet potato instead of potato. But it's... what? I thought it was made with rice. Nah, man. Soju is is potato and sweet potato. That's why I call it. That's and it's twenty percent instead of forty percent. So uh, I'm pretty sure they just because they're right there geographically. I think they just buy the vodka from the Russians and then water it down fifty percent and then sell it as soju. Maybe it's kind of like American whiskey, right? You have like bourbon that it can only be called bourbon if it's made in Kentucky. Interesting. I didn't know that. I actually don't know the difference between the different whiskeys. All I know is if it's peaty. I like it, but it's harder to drink. Uh, they do. There's stuff like that too, that like they explain it. But then, that's one of the key criterias too. Like champagne, you can't call it champagne oh. unless it's made in France or something like that. Yep. Otherwise, it's just sparkling wine. That's what Kentucky bourbon has too. It'd be pretty cool to invent your own liquor or alcohol. Which one would you want to be? I well, I meant invent a new, a new type. But I'm gonna answer your question as I understood it, which is which one? If I like, if I was gonna brew something, yeah, and make my own, and I make my the, own brand. The word is distill. Distill? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if I was gonna distill my own liquor, oh shit! You know what I'd do? I'd fucking do something with soybeans. There's got to be a way. I don't, I've never heard of no soybean liquor, but I'm I'm gonna get you soybean liquor. Okay. Yeah. The the signature drink is gonna be the soybean liquor with a mm-hmm. chop of soy sauce, and then you garnish mm-hmm. it with tofu. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I bet maybe somewhere in Asia they already got that. Uh, Asia. I mean, we Asians love. Soybeans and weird foods. That's true. Yeah. Soybeans. Did you know America was one of like the top soybean exporters in the yeah. world? Yeah, we are the top soybean exporter in the world. Uh, I mean, I don't... I remember things changing after Trump's quote-unquote trade war started. Uh, yeah. And like they're being reporting like billions of pounds of soybean going wasted because people wouldn't buy them anymore. Um mm. But yeah, uh, before then, and part of it is because soybeans is one of the things we heavily subsidize. So one of the reasons that uh, I, I think when when foreigners come to visit in America, one of the things they're always very surprised about is the affordability of food. Like, yes, the American, uh, like how much things cost in America is more because dollars just have more purchasing power and it's expensive in America. But that's why our food portions are so big. Um, uh, which is that the government subsidizes a lot of farmers, a lot of farmers, um, both agricultural and animal, animal products. And that's why, that's why we're able to have, enjoy, uh, such cheap food as compared to even somewhere like Europe, um, that's why our portions are so big and so relatively cheap because it's 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 artificially uh, supported. You know, with this pandemic, um, there were a lot of farmers who couldn't sell their crops to restaurants and to, I guess, supermarkets because during the whole lockdown time, right? That was 
a lot of stuff was locked down. It, it messed up the whole logistics of mm-hmm. um, distribution. Um, so rather than them selling it locally, um, they just burned all their crops because the government would give them um, insurance money. And it's, yep. it's cheaper for them to burn all their crops and do all this than yeah. to really like try to sell it locally to you know farmers markets and things like that. Yeah, that is, is it's yeah fucked up. It's fucked up, and it's 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 such. I think that however fucked up you think it is, I think a lot more of that type of fucked up this is in our larger system of living that we just don't know about and it's yeah it is fucked up man especially when food is such a even a scarcity here in in america for a lot of people it is the whole the whole kind of food industry is a little fucked up like especially the meat industry and how like for the chickens and the breed of chickens that lay eggs there's a that specific breed which is the like the hen laying breed right mm-hmm. compared to mm-hmm. the other breed which is um the ones that we eat like to eat which you know gives us the great kfc and popeyes and chick-fil-a's um the male the genders of those hen laying breed are all killed as oh, yeah. chicks, as and chicks so yeah but it's like what what is that meat what is their like I don't think they use any part of that. Like, yeah, no, no, no. There's if there's one thing about if there's one thing about industry and manu, I'm gonna call it manufacturing. It's that we've learned to be very, very as wasteless as we can be. So you can bet your butt a hundred percent that goes into something, whether it's animal feed or or something else. I, I thought you were gonna say wasteful. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the manufacturer no. portion is very efficient. It's the distribution and logistics that come mm-hmm. after that that's very hard and becomes wasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you're talking about the handling chickens for the meat eating chickens. So we've actually have bred this mutant type of chicken where at five months, so they're harvested, and by harvested I mean killed for meat at around four to five months, I think, um, because we've grown them. And we've bred them for this fact, which is that past six or seven months, their breasts, because Americans love chicken breasts, their breasts are so big, they can't even walk anymore. They just like tumble over. And wow. it's, uh, it's really sad. They're, the more you learn about it, um, the more you learn about it, the sadder you get. And this is going to be my plug, um, which is that if you can eat less meat, you don't need to become a vegetarian. You just thought one day a week. If everyone did that, it would help a lot. It would. It's called being a flexitarian. I'm a flexitarian, Billy. Flexitarian too. <laughs> yeah, me and Tina have tried to um me and Tina have tried to eat less meat and the way we do it is uh like Monday through Friday morning we eat vegetarian and then on the weekends uh we we eat whatever we want and it's uh it helps with the guilt that I feel inside. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, do you feel like after that meal, you're a little, or those days of not eating meat, you feel like lighter or not less tired? Uh, it feels the same because I probably eat the same amount. <laughs> to be honest, I think the hardest thing about it is like I've gone, like I've gone my whole life cooking the way I cook, and so um, 
thinking of new dishes or thinking of ways to cook uh, without animal products or meat is is like it's just hard because I'm not used to it. And I don't have like my go to recipes and stuff. But it's but other than that, other than the the thinking about it, it's not it's not nearly as hard as I thought it'd be. Last weekend we ordered ramen um, to go, and it was, a, it was this ramen place that I haven't been to, and I didn't feel like it was anything special, but it's like, you know, good, somewhat good reviews, and I heard it's good. Um, I saw on their menu they had a vegan ramen. So I was like, I should just get that to try it out. Like, mm. it, it should be good, right? The ramen, the majority of the ramen is the noodles rather than, like, all the other toppings. No? Yeah, oh, yeah, and the soup. And, and the, the broth. Broth is broth, pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it, was a, it was a vegan, creamy, a spicy, creamy vegan ramen interesting so i was like i'm gonna get this just because you know i don't yeah. I, I don't really need the other stuff and i want to try this on the menu and i was How like was one it? Of the, it was really good it was one of the first few times where i'm like going to a restaurant and i consciously chose a, yeah. a vegan option on their menu and i felt just as satisfied as if i got you know the pork tonkatsu yeah i think that's one of the things which is that you feel like there's there's such like in anti-vegetarian culture in america in general that yeah. like you've been bombarded with all these messages that uh vegetarian food sucks blah 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 uh but no you eat a you eat especially junk vegetarian food dude it's just as satisfying there's this place in oakland called vegan mob where they sell unhealthy as fuck southern style food but it's all <laughs> yeah. vegan. oh Ooh. man so satisfying <laughs> did you um have you been to the Loving Hut? I fucking okay. I two things. One, did you know they were run by a cult? Two, nope. I fucking love Loving Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I was watching like YouTube videos of their cult leader. Their cult leader's name is the Supreme Master, <laughs> and she has like an interesting eye. Like, uh-huh. it, it doesn't blink. One of the, her eyes doesn't blink, but. If you look her up on YouTube, she has some really like interesting videos where she had one in March of this year that was a warning or like a message, an urgent message to all religious leaders of the world. What was it? What was the message? The message was don't kill each other or or tell your people not to kill other people or something like that. It's very fair. Yeah. But then it's like she it was like she was warning for something that she saw, but yeah. I don't know. The cult's kind of crazy. So I, 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 I obviously can't really vouch for this at all, but I learned that it was a cult through uh, this girl that I dated a long time ago th- through her mom. Um, and so her mom told me that she knew people in that cult, and she said that they drink her bath water. <laughs> I don't know if this is true. I don't... I heard that rumor, is... too. Really? I, I know... Yeah, I I know. Uh, I heard it's a rumor. I heard it's not true. But I also I heard that she sold her socks on eBay, and like her followers bought her socks for like a million dollars, or like no, no, not a million, but like a thousand dollars. Yeah, like worn socks. I wish I could sell my socks for over a thousand dollars. Would you want to be a leader of a cult? Um. 
This, the, the fact that I'm pausing about this really tells you something about my character. Yo, we could be cult leaders. I'm going to say all the listeners right now would, could be our followers. Hey, <laughs> Yo, hey. what do you guys want to do? Drink some Kool-Aid or whatever you want? <laughs> oh, man, we should do an episode about cults. That'd be, I, because we know about American cults, or we've heard or we've inter, we've inter, interacted with it in, in, in media and whatnot. But I would love, love, love to learn about Asian cults. <laughs> I heard there's a lot in Korea. Really? Yeah. There's like, like, like the president, the, their old president uh-huh. was like part of this cult. And then they had like people that aren't even in the government that were it part of familiar. the cult. Yeah. Like, you know, were her advisors and shit like that. And then they found out like it went deeper where um, her, her dad and stuff like that were part of that cult. Oh, there's this cult Maybe, I don't know if it's fair to call it a cult. Oh, okay, so the difference between a cult and religion is that the leader is dead or not. If it's so, if the leader's dead, it's really? religion. Whoa. Definition-wise. Well, I guess not technically definition-wise, but that's 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 how you tell what's what. Uh, but anyways, okay. there's this cult and maybe now religion in um, Japan where the story, their belief is that after Jesus Christ died, either his brother or his son uh, or himself, no, no. After Jesus Christ, quote unquote, died and he became resurrected, he moved to Japan and then ha- got married and had a family there. Uh, and then his descendants died and and are now in Japan. That's a that's a thing that exists in the world. <laughs> Jesus son and Cain and Abel son. <laughs> that's racist, Billy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god, yeah. How how does how do, like what would be the names for Cain and Abel? What do you mean? Cain, Cain and Abel are no, Cain and Abel are Adam's sons, right? I, I don't, don't, I, I don't know. know. I just know this. I, I maybe I'm making this all up in my head. You're not Cain. I mean, Cain and Abel are real figures. Uh, they're brothers. One killed the other. Yeah. They're brothers. One killed the other because their dad, they're just trying to get their dad's love. Yeah. They're trying to get their dad's love. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it was. Oh, you're right. The first two sons of Adam and Eve. Dang. I didn't even go to church. Dude. I never I went to the Bible. I went to church school and look, look where that got me. Don't even know who the <laughs> fuck you are. To be fair, though, I learned these names in Vietnamese, so oh, <laughs> I don't remember mm. anymore. You know, what were, what were the names in Vietnamese? Uh, so I don't remember Abel, and, but Cain. And, but... <laughs> you fucking racist, Billy. I don't remember Abel, but Cain is Gaan. and oh. I I might be making that shit up for all I know, uh, but that's what I remember. Dang, I didn't know they. They give those names like that. Like they translate it into into Vietnamese, so it's almost the same. Yeah, like Joseph well, Joseph is Yusair. No way. Yeah, Peter is Fallow. Pan Fallow. Yeah. That doesn't sound any that doesn't even sound like Peter and Fallow. I don't know, man. That's the way you said fallow sounds like a Vietnamese uh, Chinese dish. <laughs> so with, like the, the, the braised tendons. <laughs> uh, well, I never had that. 
Balao. It's that soup. I keep hearing about it. It uses internals. Like uh, the, the meat internals. Maybe. Yo, if um if we if there was like a cuisine that was no longer meat, but only like the internal organs and tendons. Mm-hmm. Like all of Is that better? No, that's not so, better. Now you're just wasting meat of an animal you killed anyway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they have to. They have to like make those tendons in a lab. No, it'll be a impossible tendons. Yeah. <laughs> impossible tendon. Damn. I buy that shit. That's pretty good. I love. I would too. Yeah, I love tendons. <laughs> impossible cartilage. <laughs> no, that's our. That's our next business. All right, followers. You gotta. You know. Buy our new fucking impossible tendons. <laughs> impossible cartilage uh and uh, impossible spam that's 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 where the money maker is going to be impossible gizzards <laughs> impossible non-chicken hearts <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yo this is a good podcast episode five i'm glad we we're able to record again koi because we took a good break yes we did and- I think it's because of episode four, which you guys still don't know about. Oh, <laughs> uh, one day you may know, one day you may not. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>